0: This week on A Dash of Grit, momentum, growth, opportunity, and a bright future ahead. And then all of a sudden, something comes out of the blue. Something happens that shuts it all down. What happens next? David Zach shares his story next.
1: This is A Dash of Grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. Now, podcasting from Spire to leaders in local communities like yours. Here is Brian Leflock.
0: And let's get cooking. David Zach is our guest today. He's the president and CEO of Tiffin Seneca Economic Partnership. And if you aren't paying attention, uh, you need to know the great things are happening in the Tiffin region, in Northwest Ohio in general, and uh, much has to do with the partnership and productivity of the leadership, uh, which brings us to David. Mr. Zach. thank you so much for being my guest on A Dash of Grit.
1: Thanks, Brian. It's great to be
0: here. Good morning. Good morning to you. So, David, we're going to go into some tough conversations about overcoming hurdles uh, and accomplishing things that you have accomplished. But first, can you give me uh, a quick rundown of good things happening here in Tiffin and in Seneca County?
1: Sure. So we're a 501c3 nonprofit economic development corporation. We also work on downtown development for Tiffin and community development as well. So when we look at what's going on in our community, we a lot of times look at those, uh, those kind of economic development statistics. And, and we've had, you know, last year was a banner year for the community. We placed number six in the country out of probably about 570 communities like us that aren't part of a metro area. To have a county seat of about ten to 50,000 people. Uh, so that was pretty exciting, uh, but it's not isolated. So for the last six years, we've been in the top 10% nationally. In the top 10 list, uh, that was our third time placing top 10 nationally. Uh, and if you total up, we're talking 2,200 new jobs uh, to be created and half a billion dollars in new investment. Um, in 2009, unemployment was at about 13%. Uh before mm-hmm. before this month it was down below five. Yes, um yes. and uh we hadn't had any we haven't had it we hadn't had any mass layoffs uh since about two thousand seven. We had one closure last year, but other than that we've had just a huge amount of activity. It's been across the board. Our universities have been expanding Seventy million dollars in new last Six years. Tiffin University and Heidelberg University. If people don't know where Tiffin and Seneca County are, we're Northwest Ohio, um, and uh, we're about an hour from Toledo, kind of southeast, and we're about ninety miles from Detroit, Columbus, and Cleveland. So you kind of get to any airport uh, when you can fly. It's kind of nice. Um, and. Our main city's got about 18,000 people. The county's got about 60,000 people. So a lot of agriculture, but a lot of industry and that kind of thing too. So, but across the, across the board, if you look at the universities, they're expanding highest enrollments ever. The industrial sector, one out of four people's employed, and uh, they've just been going really, Strong, strong growth, strong expansion, and our downtowns continue to win awards. So uh, we won, uh, I think, two uh, statewide awards for downtown revitalization last year, an honorable mention. Three awards the year before, another award the year before that. We have a nationally certified Main Street program. Uh, we're one of the best in the state. So yeah, it's been it's been going really yeah, well. So you. you give me an opportunity to brag, I'll brag about the community.
0: And that's fantastic. And, I, and I'm wondering if there's one thing that you can pin just one, if you had to, and I know there's a hundred things, but to, for all of that success to have happened, what's that one glue that you've seen happen
1: there? Uh, the one thing. So, yeah, I would say though, if I, if I have to, if you're going to force me and Brian, you are going to force me to <laughs> yes, pick the line. It's my I show. Think fundamentally, <laughs> it's your show. You get to do that. You, this is not a democracy. Um, I think that the number one thing that we have is um, uh, we did a branding initiative a while back and we came up mm-hmm. with after, you know, going, doing about a year's worth of research, talking to more than 500 people, et cetera, like what makes us, us, uh, what makes us unique? And it's not some physical asset. It's not something concrete, something intangible. And it's the connection we all feel to each other uh, and to this place that we call home. Yeah. Uh, and that is real. That collaboration manifests itself in, in different ways. For example, we were the only community in Ohio, I think the first one, I think Cleveland's got one now, to, to construct a, a, a joint. Justice Center where you're like, well, what does that matter? Mm-hmm. Well, it means the city and the county got together and said, hey, it would be efficient to have one place where we do this. And believe it or not, that that hasn't happened before. And it's just, a, and, and it wasn't easy either, but it's an example of the fact that we're kind of like one big family. Sometimes we're a little dysfunctional. Sure. Sometimes we don't agree, sure. but we all fundamentally think that everybody uh, it cares and everybody is trying to get stuff done. Yeah. And because of that, We can get through really strong community struggles and we create an environment where outsiders come in and say, wow, there's a lot of great things going on. And I really feel like that connection that they feel with each other and with the community. I want to be a part of that is real. So that's what I would say. I would say it's the connection we feel.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And just like many of the businesses that I talk to, they I ask, you know, what is that thing? And it's always their people and the family atmosphere and the the way each each cares for each other and I'm glad to see that that's happening there too. Now, Let's talk about grit. And, and grit are the struggles and the hardships that people have to overcome in their organizations to accomplish the things that they want to accomplish. And uh, we are going through some times that require grit now. And so, um, David, if you can give me some, uh, some examples of, of kind of what's happening in your community um, and some of the struggles that you're having to overcome.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're gargantuan, right? So uh, in in the state of Ohio on March 12th, Governor DeWine closed all the schools. So I have several kids at school. <laughs> and uh, so all of a sudden the family unit and the parents became the primary providers of education uh, or daycare. And we I didn't have that situation, but one of my team members uh, does have two small kids, so no daycare. Uh, so that was kind of the first big, huge change. Uh, second of all, in the state, Uh, On the 22nd of March, Governor DeWine issued a state home order, which effectively closed us as a business, but closed all the businesses that we work with, closed government, no public meetings, couldn't get any approvals for any zoning changes or anything like that. And so you had the situation where really on a dime, because of this global pandemic, we haven't seen, I mean, nobody that I know, or have ever heard about was alive in the Spanish flu, right? So 1918. So what we have now, and in Tiffin, we had a a flood in 1917. So no one's been around for any kind of major emergency disaster that has affected us at home. So you have this thing that's massively, you know, the economy's coming to a standstill. Businesses don't know what to do. Entrepreneurs have zero clue what to do. uh, In terms of, you know, restaurateurs and all this stuff. So our job, which is promoting the, the good things going on in town, helping businesses grow and expand. All of a sudden, nobody's doing that, and everybody's doesn't know how they're going to survive. And we don't. We haven't traditionally provided those services. And on top of it, we do it through committees and meetings, and now we can't get together. Mm-hmm. Our place was a hub of this kind of activity, and and, and so everything's at a standstill. And on top of that, you have not only the kids at home, you have routines completely disrupted. You're trying to even figure out what to do, how to stay safe. You, you're worried about your health and, and not, you know, uh, contracting this and you hear about the deaths every day. So I think, I mean, it was just, it was one after another, after another of getting hit by like being in the ocean and the waves keep hitting you and the water's going in your mouth. And, and it's been in my lifetime. I don't remember ever going through anything like this on so many levels.
0: Now tell me, th- every business, and it's not a small thing, every business on their own, no matter the size, is going through extremely similar uh, issues yep. in, a, in, a, uh, in a microcosm, individually. They wake up and they take care of business on their own. You're kind of a, an ecosystem of businesses. And so how does, uh, is there additional pressure? Is there additional uh, worry How does that make you feel when this is happening to a region that you love so much and you've had so much momentum built up?
1: You feel very, I mean, you feel two. I feel two things. One is uh, you feel for the individuals. So, you know, businesses are people, right? And when you work in a community like this, you know the people. So it's not some abstract concept. Of, of a name of a business, it's the people running. It's the people working there. So you 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 feel like wow, these people and all the people that depend on it, which is why economic development is so important, uh, is is everybody doesn't know what they're going to do for you know n- how do I keep this business su- surviving? So I think you think first about the people. Second of all, you think what is going to happen long term. I think everybody kind of thinks about. Uh, we're going to get out of this, you know, the, the economy is opening up, but what are going to be the medium and long-term impacts of this? I mean, you know, economies open up, kids still haven't gone back to school. So you have parents and daycares haven't. So what are, what are parents who are supposed to be going back to work? How do they figure that out with their kids? How uh, businesses aren't going to go fully, full bore back to the number of employees that they had. So how do we get out of this? And, and, and deal with the new environment. So I think uh, I think about the short term of the horrendous negative impact on people, both personally and professionally. And then I think about, uh, as well as the businesses that, that they're a part of, but also think about uh, what's coming next, right? Because when everything's shut down, you, you can maximize safety, but now everything's opening up how do you try to get the economy rolling, but keep everything safe at the same time and get it, you know, keep, get it back to where it was. So it's very different than the recession of 2008, and 2009. I think it's going to be longer term impact.
0: Yeah, I, I, I imagine. So now what are the things that you're doing then? What are you doing in a, in a very uncertain world and very uncertain environment? What are you doing to make a real difference as a leader in, in Tiffin and Seneca County?
1: Well, I, I think the first thing you know that's, that's an interesting question. I mean, I think the first thing that I'm trying to do, and I share with my team members, and we're trying to help people do, which is really kind of strange, is really take care of ourselves and our family. So you got to have a lot of grace with people uh, because people aren't going to be as productive. Or if people, you know, they're they're in their they're in their sweatshirt or their t-shirt, or they just you know, they got kids running around in front of the camera. I mean, and they and and and. Because people that we know that are usually on their game, you just have to be forgiving and understanding and and, and reassure them that, hey, we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so one of the things that we're doing is being a part of that solution, being a part of creating a culture where it's okay not to be okay. And I think uh, we had, for example, we did a webinar on mental health for business owners. So we had the head of the mental health services recovery board. We had a counselor talking about, hey, everybody's like this, this carbonated pop bottle that right now it keeps shaking and we got to figure out ways to let the pressure out. Or, you know, so I think everybody, you know, everybody who runs businesses is driven and so they're not used to taking care of themselves. They're used to going 100 miles an hour. So even though it seems, I, I don't know, a, a softer kind of thing, it's very important to connect with people personally, to, to, for everything to be okay, that we're not where we're going to be because of all the change and the stress going on in life. I think the second thing we've tried to do is focus on our mission. So, you know, we had plans I mean I could we had you know 37 different strategies lined up for this year we had 44 different metrics and measurements of success for this year I mean to some extent yep. that was thrown out the window yep. because that's because right now what our customers, what our community needs, what the businesses need is not what we traditionally provide, promoting their great projects, giving them loans and grants to expand their business, uh, you know, uh, helping them find new places to locate and, and the resources and information they need to make a, a business decision on, on locating here or expanding here. That's all done. So what, it, what we need to do is how do you, we have to get them information. Like what are the regulations? How do I open up? What's the latest? So we have to go, we're attending so many webinars. And then what are the resources? So like the Paycheck Protection Loan Program, which we took advantage of ourselves as an organization, mm-hmm. which can help you survive the last couple of months. Uh, I think, so putting on a number of webinars, we had never done that before. So using go to Go to webinar and, being, and uh, you know, I, I think being able to get pretty savvy pretty quickly on how to convene people, cause we're a convening organization. Uh, So providing information really key. Uh, And then I think we, um, we kind of uh, realize that our job is to help businesses get what they need to survive through this thing and to, to do some morale things so that the community doesn't think everything's doom and gloom. Uh, So I think, those kinds of things where we're all completely doing, I would say two thirds of our work is different than it was two months ago, mm-hmm. uh, in the sense of we're more about retaining the businesses and helping them try to survive. Um, and you know, getting information, we put up a website yeah, uh, with uh, more than 100 coronavirus resources, trying to keep that updated. We have a texting service. The governor just announced yesterday, you know, the inside dining is going to be opened up mm-hmm. and as well as hair and beauty salons and outside dining. And so we put that out immediately when we when we found out about it. We're on task forces to try to work collaboratively to figure out what the next step is. So it's, it's really focusing on what our job is. Our job is to help create an environment where businesses can grow and be successful. And right now that environment is helping businesses survive through this yeah. so they can be in a position later to grow <laughs> and be successful and to help them, I mean, help them help their employees. So if their employees have to get laid off, how do those employees get unemployment insurance? Or, uh, which is something, you know, we haven't traditionally helped businesses figure out, but they're trying to figure it out. So, uh, we're trying to do all those kind of things. Very, very different. Focusing on mission, I would say, is is what we've been doing. And
0: and with so much out of your hands, and you have done a great job in those webinars that you're doing, and the information that you put out. I follow you on LinkedIn, and I see a lot of the things that you're doing. But with so much out of your hands, I mean, the COVID's going to do what it does. It's going to decide to come back or not. And and Governor DeWine's going to do what they do. And do you ever feel like? geez, I just feel like giving up this. I just got to wait this thing out. Or, Or do you have goals to accomplish? And, and, you know, how do you fall on that side of the question?
1: Yeah, I mean it varies by the hour. Uh, I mean you're catching me at a good moment.
0: Yeah, <laughs> okay.
1: it could be very. I mean it could be. I mean the stress level just right now. I'm not having to do school today, so it's not like I'm going to move to this and do a session of chemistry right after, <laughs> or try to figure out you know uh, disinfect a bunch of groceries that got delivered or whatever the case is. <laughs> but I, you know, I yeah we so we we retack. I think it's very important to establish new routines and new things you're trying to accomplish. So we went from one team meeting a week together to two team, virtual team meetings a week, uh, and we're connecting more with our team. Uh, every week, we're like, okay, this is the next thing we're working on. This is the Let's go through everything that we all have on our plate, and, and we continue to make adjustments and learn as we go. Some of the basics, if we look at our plan, like, okay, one of those five major goal areas was reaching out to businesses. So we've been doing a whole lot more of that recently because of the coronavirus epidemic and so it's given us an opportunity to really try to add some value so i i yeah it's 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 you know my stress level varies all the time but yeah you got i think you have to have goals personally and professionally you have to work on stabilizing and and and, and adjusting so if two many doesn't work in you got to go to three uh it, you know so i think it's 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 working on the technology. It's, it's it's so many things, but it's trying to adapt. It's trying to be okay with where you're at and where the people you work with are at. Uh, but yeah, I think goals and metrics—they're just—they're changing. So right now, it's just can we continue to help businesses who, who are asking us for help and reach out to them? That's the, the number one thing we're kind of focused on right okay. now.
0: Okay, and and so spoiler spoiler alert! I'm going to go ahead and let everyone know you're going to no. get through this. We're all going to get through this. And so when we do. What's the future look like? Uh, What's the good look like for Tiffin and Seneca County? What's on the horizon? What what can't you wait to get to that that you were on the way to before and you're going to get
1: back to? Uh, so, I, we had a lot of projects that were in the pipeline to get announced, or were very close to getting announced, mm. that are waiting until this kind of alleviates. So, I'm really excited to deliver some really good news. We've had a couple of positive announcements, even in the midst of the last two months a 60 unit residential development closed and is moving forward. We had a new law office located in the downtown, et cetera. We had some large industrial projects, some large things that I think would make the community feel feel really good. So, I think, uh, and then getting back to helping our, our businesses get out of this thing. So I look forward to continuing to provide uh, some, some services and some resources to help businesses get out of this thing, which is going to be transition. So I think that's exciting. And then I would say we are part of a larger collaborative looking on how do we, we kind of celebrate surviving this thing as a community mm. in, in a way that, of course, has social distancing and the things you need to have. Sure. But we need to just kind of, you know, I think it's important in life whether it's a business or professional or personally to mark important events. We do it for the birth of a child. We do it for marriage. We do it for when your business reaches a year anniversary, uh, you know, uh, graduation and all these major things as a community and as a business community, how do we make a a line that says, "Okay, we survived this big thing even though there's going to be adjustments, et cetera. Um, I think that we're looking to how do we promote the restaurants who have been hit the hardest, uh, how, do we, how do we help businesses and, and stimulate the economy in a safe way? Uh, we've been working on the PPE side, too, both personally and professionally for people in the community, try to keep it safe. But I think the next thing is, is we have an opportunity. I think every huge challenge is an opportunity to grow and learn and adapt. And so we're working on what did we take from this experience? Uh, and I think one thing we're going to take from this experience is I don't think we're going to have every meeting in person. I think Zoom and GoToMeeting are here to stay and we're going to look at how do we, can we get more done? Can we connect with more people? It's not about doing less. We're as busy as we've ever been and we're not leaving our house. (laughs) Uh, So I I think what I'm looking forward to next is seeing people, uh, helping, you know, kind of re-embracing as a community. I don't know when we're going to be able to do that, whether it's yeah. virtually or or etc. So that's kind of what I'm looking forward to next. And then being able to share some good news of projects that have moved forward or are moving forward.
0: Fantastic. And you are doing a great job. And that good news keeps on coming. And I am uh, I am, I am uh, part of a business Spire Advertising that does business in your community. And we thank you so much for all the things that you're doing. We see it, we feel it, and we appreciate it. And so uh, thank you for all that you're doing there and, and for being a guest on a dash of grid. I greatly appreciate it. Can you uh, go ahead and let anybody know that is looking for a wonderful place to build or grow? Uh, if they're interested in economic development in your neck of the woods or if they just need to talk with you about anything at all, uh, how might they reach out to you, David?
1: Sure, the best way, to, best place to go is uh, so tiffinseneca.org. All of our contact information is in the right-hand margin. You know, My cell phone is 419-912. One one five zero, which is also on the website, and then my email address is z a k, which is my last name, mm-hmm. at tiffinseneca.org. That's t i f f i n s e n e c a, all one word dot org. And we appreciate Spire Advertising. I mean, so I, I'm gonna give you a little shout out to the to the company. So they they have a, a business presence. They have an office, and they are involved with what's going on and making our community a great place. So, you know, stuff like this matters, right? People want to hear how people get through things and you don't know, Brian, what you and Spire's impact is going to be in doing this podcast. So I just think it's, it's a neat thing. So thank you very much for what you're doing on this podcast, but also locally inspires doing a lot to help to help no. and not for their business interests, but just to, just to help. So really appreciate it. Love having you part of our community.
0: Thank you so much, David. I appreciate those kind words. This has been a dash of grit. It's brought to you from all of us here at Spire. We're here to help local businesses and organizational leaders like you and like Mr. Zach to grow. Spire offers marketing services and websites. It's a team that can function as an extension of yours in helping your organization grow. And we'd love to help you. If you would like to reach out to Spire, uh, you can find us at our website. It's www.spiread. Dot com. I am Brian Leffelock. Thank you for listening. You can find me on LinkedIn if you would like to reach out. Thank you to our friend, Mr. David Zach. He's president and CEO of the Tippin Seneca Economic Partnership, doing a great job there. And we thank you for being a part of our show. This has been a dash of grit. It's an acquired taste. We thank you for listening and we'll do this again.